I almost said good morning. <laughs> oh, it was a long night. <laughs> I guess I'm just waking up. <laughs> Taking my own advice. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> so greetings. We'll begin the evening with a meditation and then we'll go on into uh, the rest of the evening. And Bill's going to be flashing the camera once in a while, so don't be surprised. No more outer light? Now we can do the inner light? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Got to create more. All right, so... As soon as Diana and Lois are done talking, we'll go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if, if anybody here is going to the retreat tomorrow and you need to talk to Diana, do you want to wave, Diana? Yeah, everybody knows you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I've already been there, I guess, already in it. So, So after class. If you do need to see Diana, she's right here. You have it. We actually have we actually have spa jacuzzi tubs at each of the cottages, believe it or not. That's right. All right. So if you're not already physically comfortable, just go ahead now and just move your body into relaxed, receptive, vulnerable state. As you allow your body to become more and more receptive to that movement of loving, just allow your consciousness now, from the physical to the astral, to the causal, the mental, to the etheric and into the soul, just now allow every level to come into alignment with the movement of God's loving is it manifests and expresses from the very heart of God. And just allow all these levels within you to lift up, up in alignment with its ex expression of God's loving as it comes down from the realms above. Just lift your loving now so that your loving meets God's loving, where the two become one. And in this oneness now, we'll just call forward the divine expression. And so, Lord God, just now as we do our part in lifting our loving and meeting with you, we do ask that through this oneness and this connection with you, we awaken to the divine within, coming into the knowing and the fullness and the expression of the movement of this loving and this oneness with you. Lord, we open to receive of all your blessings and assistance to help us, to move us, to bring us into this beingness where we know our divineness with you. And Lord, we are grateful for all that you give us, 
and for all that we experience and for all that we are. And so just now take in a deep breath. And just once again, allow yourself to relax, continuing to open in this receptivity and vulnerability, in this beingness and movement of loving. And just take in another deep breath. And this time, as we exhale, we'll begin chanting the Anahu. So just now, find yourself at that spiritual door, the seat of the soul. Just allowing your attention and your awareness to gather here within the living temple. And as your attention gathers here, just now see before you the tenth door, the spiritual door, that doorway out of the physical universe and into the realms of spirit. And as this doorway becomes clear, just now reach out and open the door, pulling the door towards you inwardly. So do that just now. And as you open the door, just now gazing outward, outward into the realms of spirit, allowing that loving light of God to now enter into your inner kingdom, to simply allow and invite God's loving to come within. And as you let God's light in, allow this light to fill your vessel, to fill it completely so that truly God's loving lives in you and through you fully in all ways. So just now take a few moments and allow God's living presence to fill you and to live within you. And as God's loving presence fills you at this time, 
also just now share with God anything that it is that you would like to share. Placing and allowing God's loving to come into all areas within you, within your own consciousness, and into any situation or circumstance within your life, with others, with work, with the material world. Just allow this light to fill all those areas within that have to do with the physical, material world. And as you finish sharing this with God, just finish off by asking God to bless all these things with God's loving. And as you ask for God's blessing of loving, just let go and just trust that God and all this is taken care of through God's loving. And so now, if we just let this go, continuing now to step forward in a greater freedom and an ease within your inner kingdom, just now allow God's loving light to come into the level of the imagination, allowing God's loving to fill all the areas within your creative imagination, bringing all those areas of your dreams, your fantasies, all those things that you would wish for and hope for, just allow God's loving now to enter in. As God's loving continues to fill your creative imagination, once again, just ask God to bless this whole area through loving and through alignment so that all within the creative imagination comes into alignment with the movement of God's loving. And just now in your awareness, just now notice through the movement of this loving how it has an upward pull so just now, allow this upward pull to lift you into the causal realm now, the realm of emotion. Just traveling along this current of loving into the causal level now. Just asking once again that God's loving and blessings fill this realm of emotion, allowing God's loving to bring calm, soothing, and peace to all those areas within 
where you may experience emotional disturbance or disassociation of any kind. And also allow that loving to fill all those happy and joyful thoughts and feelings. Just allowing the loving to fill this realm of the emotion completely and fully, knowing and trusting that through God's loving, all is fulfilled. So now, as the emotional realm is filled to overflowing, allow this overflow to now lift you ever higher, traveling inwards and upwards into the region of the mind, the mental realm, allowing this loving to continue lifting you and filling now the realm of mind. All those thoughts, all those judgments, all those belief systems, now just let them be filled with God's light and love, bringing all these into a place of neutrality, harmony, peace, and quiet, so that truly God's loving can manifest fully and completely in the realm of the mind. And so now, as we continue this inner journey, allowing this movement of loving now to lift you beyond the mental region and into the region of the etheric, the unconscious void, allowing this light now to go before you, lighting the path so that you can see your way clear and through, completely through this void, this realm of unknowing and darkness, just now allow God's light and loving to fill this region, making the way clear so that you see your way through and allowing the movement of this loving now to lift you higher and higher through this etheric void. Just allow the light of your soul now to journey upon God's movement of loving to lift you ever higher through this etheric realm. And so now, within yourself, see yourself stepping through this loving into the level of soul. 
stepping into that positive, pure white light, allowing the oneness and the neutrality of your own inner light to come into its fullness, into your knowing, through your experience, the truth of who you are. And so now step into the light of your own soul. And so realize that you have now completed the inner journey through the inner kingdom. And now once again before you, look outwards and notice that door that you had opened to allow God's loving to come into your inner kingdom. Now see where this light comes from in the outer universe, the spiritual universe. And so as it becomes clear within you and before you, as this light moves now through this door, step forward through the spiritual doorway and into the outer kingdom, allowing the light of your soul now to journey free of the inner kingdom and the physical universes and into the spiritual realms. And as you step forward, just now, step upon that path of light and sound, allowing God's loving now to truly lift you, realizing all you have to do is surrender and let go and let God, and that God's divine grace will lift you and take care of you, that no matter what happens, you know you're taken care of, and that truly there is nothing to fear, for all is well. And so now, as you begin the greater journey, just let go and allow this loving light to lift you back towards its very source. And as you continue this utter journey now, allowing the sound of spirit to come forward once again in that vibration of the hue and the anai hue. So just now within your inner consciousness, once again silently within yourself, Begin chanting the hue or the anahu as this divine light of God's grace lifts you ever higher in the realms of spirit.
So as you continue along this path of light and sound, once again, look upwards and forwards and just now begin to see that brilliant, bright light of God before you that this light is drawing you towards. Just along this light now, allowing your soul to continually travel towards this very source as you continue chanting inwardly. Allow yourself now to be drawn into, to experience the merging and the oneness with the divine light of God. So just continue going deeper and deeper, allowing yourself to open and to continue expanding into this greater oneness and this purity, allowing your soul now to merge into the greater fullness, the greater loving, and the greater oneness.
And so now, once again, allowing the sound of the hue to enter and to fill your complete consciousness, allowing the sound to resonate and to bring everything into harmony and frequency with this movement of loving. And as the sound of the hue continues to grow and to expand within you, just allow that light and sound of loving to continue growing within your own consciousness to where it begins to reach out beyond you. And as it continues to expand and touch to others, allowing your light to blend and become one with others' lights through the sound of the hue, knowing that in God's loving, we are all one. And so now, as the movement of the sound continues to move in you and through you, once again, we're going to chant the hue now, outwardly, allowing the movement to move from the inner to the outer so that all truly becomes one, one in consciousness, one in movement, one in loving. So just take in a deep breath, and on the exhale, we'll begin chanting the hue. Just letting the sound of the hue awaken you on all levels. Awakening the spirit within so that you truly live it and express it in every moment. And so now, just allowing that movement of loving being present on all levels as you're ready, you can open your eyes to staying present with the sounds and this inner light. So I'll read from The Awakened Soul by Gibran. <clears throat> there is no struggle of soul and body save in the minds of those whose souls are asleep and whose bodies are out of tune. They say to me, you must need 
you must needs choose between the pleasures of this world and the peace of the next world. And I say to them, I have chosen both the delights of this world and the peace of the next. For I know in my heart that the supreme poet wrote one poem, and it scans perfectly, and it's also rhythms perfectly. It rhymes perfectly. <laughs> I got to read perfectly. <laughs> oh, I'm not really quite back yet. Um, right now, the uh, Coins for Kids project as of February, the end of February, February 28th, we have uh, $496 in our fund. So just be aware of, you know, building that up over the year. Save your coins. Save your $100, whatever it might look like. Your extra hundreds, just put them in the can. And, <laughs> and uh, that way we'll build towards uh, an easy, wonderful Christmas next this coming year, this year. All right. Did you have anything else to share? Diane, I wanted to say something oh. about the retreat. Well, we need to get a mic then if you want to get a mic. Some of y'all are wondering where the, uh, how to get to the retreat, the directions. The directions were in the very first document you got when you registered. Then I sent out a second document via email that was supplemental to that. If you did not, if you cannot find your registration documents, email me so I will send them to you. That way I can't forget to do it. I don't know how many of you need directions, Jane. So, I, But would you email me in case I forget to email you? And we're going to have signs like this. Your first turn is in Henley. And they're they're going to be on stakes and a little bigger than this. And then there's going to be a turn after you turn to Henley that says a road to Wimberley. There's going to be signs like this on a stake. This says go that way. Then when it gets to the ranch, you take another turn. There's going to be signs on a stake saying turn here. Then you get into the ranch. There's going to be little signs like this, like <laughs> go through this gate, go through this gate. So if no one bothers my signs once I get them up, you can look for the signs too if it makes you nervous. But it really is very simple, and there's just really like three turns. And then once you're on the ranch, you just kind of. Read your directions. But if you need any, any more information, just email me or call me, and I can walk you through it. How about that? I have a question. Yes. Is there going to be a sign to say, push the button yeah. for the gate? <laughs> That's right. That's in the directions, right? But, <laughs> there you go. Randy would be standing there going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're actually going to keep these to use for future deals. Yeah. So anyway, that's why they're on. No, and if you pick one up, would you just bring it back on a Tuesday night? Okay. That's right. And um, right now there isn't anybody on the waiting list. And so, Lois, if you're interested, I'll put you on the waiting list. 
And then if something comes open, I will contact you immediately. Um, but why don't you email me all your information? Has anything changed? You still have the same email address. So any questions? You want to, if we want, we could just draw a map very quickly to give people a better idea if they've never been out that way before. I don't know the names of the highways. Do you I, Yeah, the name? it's so funny because when I was meditating, I was way, way, way up. I'll share with you a little bit about what I saw in meditation. And then I, was, I they took me and they brought me into this room and I was there and three of the Lords of Karma and two uh, spiritual teachers came in and sat down and said, you've got your directions a little wrong. You've got the names, of, the numbers of the road wrong. And they went over the directions very, very precisely and said, now what's this road? What's this road? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I didn't know it until... So... Yeah, really? <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> you have to get a body, and then you can get there. <laughs> yeah, really. So this is a map of the inner realm. Yeah. So this would be 71, and this would be 35. And I'll probably have to extend the map over another page where I'm going to draw it. But... Um, if you've ever come from the airport, if you're coming from 35 on 71, it, this becomes tech, Capital Texas Highway. And um, you'd want to just keep on going to the left, which becomes 290 and 71 west. And you'll just take that on out until you get to the Y at Oak Hill. So does everybody kind of know where the Y in Oak Hill is? Okay. So at the Y in Oak Hill, you're going to take another left, and that's 290 west. And that's the road, not the YMCA. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a YMCA out there. Yeah. <laughs> so 71 goes on off this way, and that's the one you don't want to do. You want to go south or west on 290. You keep towards, on going. Towards Dripping Springs. Yeah, towards Dripping Springs. You're going to come to a stoplight down here, which is in Dripping Springs. And a lot of you know it by going out to Tom and Laura's. Do you know how many miles that is, Laura? 13 miles. Oh, oh, from the, from, it's about 13 miles from the Y to here. Highway 12? Huh? Yeah, this would be Highway 12. You want to pass it. You don't want to get on it. You go, yeah, it's, oh, it's a goal line. And you just keep on going until you see a sign that's for Blanco. And that is 165? Uh, yes, it is 165. Ah, that's what Spirit said, so good, they're right. And, and also, there's a I thought it was 20. Yeah, you'll see a little sign right up here. The, the Blanco sign, you'll see a sign that says uh, 165, and you'll also see a sign that says Blanco, and, you, and it points to and turn that, left. And that's where you'll see the first one of these. Uh, right. And there's a uh, uh, billboard there with uh, a real estate, like uh, Blanco real estate is 
Oh, okay. I hadn't noticed that. So from from here to the next turn, it's nine miles. Is that right? Yes. That's what they... <laughs> I'm going by what they told me. So now, then um, you'll be turning again left. Yes. This is... Okay. That I didn't. And then another one of my signs would be up saying go that way. And you can only turn one you can only turn one direction. Yeah. And you can only turn one direction to the sign to Blanco too. Yeah. So you're always just kind of going left, left, left to get to the retreat for the right. <laughs> is that Road twenty three twenty five? Yeah. Yeah. So this is twenty three twenty five. And this is from here to the road into the ranch is about three miles. Okay? And then you'll see a, a street sign, or not really a street sign, you'll see a sign that says uh, Red Corral Ranch. And then I'll have up another road. sign that says Turn Here. And so you'll turn right into the, to the ranch itself, to the road, and you'll come down and you'll see a a gated area with a button out here, and you push that, and the gate will open. You can go on in, and that's the ranch. Go past the garden, though. You'll see something into the garden. First. Yeah, the, the garden. Past the garden. That's right. You'll see a garden and yeah. go past the, it. It'll be the second one. The garden is here. There's a gate here for the garden. You keep on going until you get to the actual entrance for the ranch. That's right, and then you just look for my little signs, and, it, and you'll know, go through that gate, then go through the next gate. Then when you first see buildings and it says office, get out of your park there, get out of your car and come find to uh, sign in. That uh, red call ranch is ranch. It's County Road 113. I don't, I don't know. know, but it, it actually is a street sign that says Red Ranch. They right? have their own yeah. little road. I mean, I've been there, but I never pay attention to the names of roads. But I can email you the specific. What? Once you get out there, you'll know why we did this, because it is out in the country. Yeah. So. You're going you're gonna to go, why did they pick this place? But when you get there, <laughs> then you'll see why, because it's so, so nice. Laura? Yeah, I, I, um, I just, just wanted to say that if, if, if you haven't ever been out in Oakville, you, really you don't really turn left. You, you actually stay right in 71 gears off to the right. Okay. Okay. It's just a Y, just curve over to the left. Yeah. It actually is, like she says, it actually feels like you're going straight. You don't turn right to the to 71. You just move with 290. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Make sure you bring your directions with you and the phone numbers that are on the information Diana sent you. Because yeah, that'll be the only way to really get a hold of us out there because the cell phones do not work on the property. So you will be out of touch. Right. Right. Okay. So let's see now. Where do we want to go from there? That was so funny. All of a sudden I was in this room and they were showing me because I had the roads reversed, I had the numbers all mixed up, and I was going to actually give directions tomorrow, and they said, you're going to give the wrong directions, and 
that's not what you want. So they straightened it out in my mind. Okay, that's good. So, um, a few weeks ago we shared a little bit about how we have moved into no longer doing counselings, but now we're doing spiritual interviews. And part of that reason was so that Brian and I could do more of the inner work that the initiations really require of us to do uh, with those that are moving on this pathway. And... um, in my process with going inside and doing more of this inner work, it's been quite remarkable witnessing some of the things I've witnessed. And tonight it was really coming forward again as Brian was going through the meditation and I began to witness some of the the same events tonight that I see in my meditation during my morning hours and what I saw this morning to some extent. Um... So I want to talk a little bit about that. And it has a lot to do with um, both our inner and outer attitudes. And I think it will make sense to you as I go along. On the inner levels, oftentimes when I'm traveling, um, I come to different places where people have hesitated or paused or are waiting for something. And one of the first places I've witnessed this in, in, a, in a large way is in the astral region. At the uh, 10th door, which is here at the seat of the soul, when it opens, we as soul can step through that 10th door and begin our outer journey into the realms of spirit. Before that, we're, we're traveling the inner realms. And the inner realms are where we are the creator. We create our belief systems. We create our emotional distress or our emotional calmness. We are the creator inside. And that's where we as the divine learn about the power of creativity and come into the true creative being that we are as soul as we begin to understand more about loving and forgiveness and acceptance and enthusiasm and all that the soul is uh, carrying with it. Uh, Truly, the soul is loving, but within the frequency of lovingness, the whole aspect, all the aspects of God coming into manifestation within our consciousness, and it's up to us to come into alignment with the loving and then allow the aspects of the loving to and, and of God to come into full manifestation within our own self and to recreate the, the spiritual kingdom inside of us and bring everything into alignment so that we can stand at this tenth door and choose to go forward into the outer kingdom. Here is where I find so many people standing at the door that is open and they will not walk through. And it's interesting because for some, the door is open, but they do not even see that the door is open. They still see the door in their consciousness closed. For others, they see the door is open, but they do not see or feel or know the opportunity is there for them to step through that doorway and into what's next for them in their their journey. For others, 
they stand at the doorway and they know the door's open and they know they can step through it, but because of their own judgments against themselves, their sense of unworthiness, they uh, do not allow themselves to go forward because they feel like they still have things to do uh, inside themselves in order to be worthy to go through or to clear whatever the judgment is that they have placed against themselves to be able to go through. And the worthiness has two levels to it. One is self-worth. They have to feel worthy. They have to feel the value of themselves to be able to step forward into the outer kingdom. And for others, it's that they do not feel worthy to step into God's kingdom. They do not feel worthy of God's loving, worthy of God's grace. And so they separate themselves in that way. And when I come present with this, this process, it's a very interesting one. As a spiritual teacher, the teacher waits in the astral realm, in the body of light, which is the Holy Spirit. And really the teacher, the true teacher, the only teacher, is the Holy Spirit. It isn't a person, it isn't a body in the world, it is the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit takes on the manifestation of a physical form of a teacher in the world that you would be able to relate to, so that when you see it on the inner levels, you go, oh, there you are, okay, I'm ready. If all of a sudden a stranger showed up that you didn't know, you wouldn't know whether to trust them or not. You wouldn't know whether to believe in them or not. You wouldn't know whether to step forward with them or not. But if you know that, that figure, that form, that voice, then you're going to trust it, you're going to honor it, and you're going to step forward into it with them. So oftentimes I am present in awareness with the Holy Spirit as it stamps forward to an open door in a consciousness of one who is ready to be initiated or who has been initiated. And... The opportunity is there for them now to step into the outer realms of consciousness, into the realms moving towards uh, the kingdom of God, towards home where the soul resides. And it is for the teacher to ever be present at that door, waiting for the soul to find its way through it. God will not reach in and pull you out. The teacher will not reach in and pull you out of your own self, of the little self of the physical, into the realms of spirit. It waits for you to step forward willingly, freely, knowingly, lovingly, accepting, honoring who you are as the divine, and not letting anything separate you from that. Remember, have no other gods before me, but what I've witnessed is that judgment, fear, unworthiness is a God in people's consciousness. And it stands between the soul and God. Fear, unworthiness, and judgment. And so as I stand in front of some of these people waiting for them to, to be able to step forward, all I can do is wait. There's nothing else that I can do, nothing else that the Holy Spirit can do in order to assist one through. 
they have to make the choice to break free of whatever that is that is holding them from stepping forward. So, what I've been working on lately on the inner levels is working with people's consciousness to begin to help them to understand what they are doing to themselves in their self-judgment. Self-judgment is, I would say, one of the great separators between the soul that resides within our physical form and the divine that we are and the divine that is in all, that is God. And so as I've been looking at this and working with people on judgment, self-judgment, I'm realizing that oftentimes we talk about forgiveness. We talk and share about forgiving others. And Jesus even said to forgive is divine. And yet oftentimes we forget that the work always begins right here with ourselves. Forgive yourself first. Love yourself first. Find that place where you do and are able to forgive yourself. Find that place where you can begin to love yourself first and then love others. Forgive yourself and then forgive others. If you begin always loving others first or forgiving others first, then you're out of balance. You're not really moving in the flow that the divine spirit in you can really move in in a way that will bring about the fullness of your awakening. It always begins with self first. So be aware that if you find yourself caught up in self-judgment, work on you. Begin to work on that which is in you, which is separating you from God. And the way to do it is to go inside and accept yourself just as you are. Love yourself just as you are. And love the judgment that you've placed on yourself. Love it. Honor it. Respect it. And raise it up in loving so that the frequency of that judgment is transformed and merges into the, the movement of loving that you are bringing forward in your meditation every day. As you offer your loving to God, and you open to receive God's loving. And as you lift that judgment up, it is transformed into loving, and no longer then is it a barrier, a barricade, something that holds you back from stepping forward. But rather, you begin to move freely now into the outer kingdom. Does this make sense? I, I've been witnessing this with people where they're working diligently, even in their meditation, to forgive their brother, to forgive their husband, to forgive their wife, to forgive their boss, to forgive whatever it is in the world that they find needs forgiveness from within themselves. But oftentimes, there is not the forgiveness of self. And so, in a sense, that which they are doing falls a little bit flat. It doesn't carry to fulfillment exactly the way 